brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sippin' time. Yes, it's sippin' time again. Hello and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. This is a one-hour show and we make every effort to be entertaining for almost 20 minutes. But hey, that's 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 bad. 25 today, man. We're shooting for the moon. That's batting 333 and that'll get you 20 million a year in the major leagues, so that ain't bad. We are still banned in most civilized countries and in general polite society. And last week, the school sent home a note saying Harmeet has issues with playing well with others again. So, I have a four-year-old girl. She's a little girl. And I have to beat up the bullies. You just don't play Boys well with Boys are not allowed to come near my little girl. You just don't play well with others. Damn, I swear. This is Made Man Bob. And joining me today, our good old boy, Alan. You. Made man. <laughs> Did you pinch him? That works. Yeah, he woke up. Made man Maury. Good morning, Bob. It's a pleasure to be here. The basement is, I feel like we're in Scotland. It's damp. It's dark. It's drippy. Uh, there's some moss on the floor. I love the way you did to it. I, I, I enjoy a good damp basement, you know. I need to do something about that drip behind me. But All right. Sounds good old boy, Justin. Good morning, Bob. It's always a pleasure to be here. And good old boy, Harmy. You know, it's it's better than being asleep, I guess. Yeah, well. Thanks. We were trying to get started on this uh, on this show, and Harmeet was in the other room snoring. Unfortunately, he woke up. We were going to just do it and then wake him up about halfway through, but uh, he's decided to join us after his beauty somebody, sleep. Somebody's not gentle with the bottles. I heard clanking bottles. Oh, something, time to wake up. Something. <laughs> beauty that was sleep. Bob. Didn't really work. <laughs> Uh, Maury and myself are with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals. With representation in eight states, our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The and group, drinking. And always, drinking. He always leaves out drinking. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. You can check us out on Facebook at The Bourbon Mafia. And our show is also sponsored in part by the Florida Whiskey Society. Find out more about the Society and their events, you can visit FTLWS.com. And lastly, our show is also sponsored in part by Serta, Perfect Sleeper. <laughs> <laughs> by Harmeet, who endorses all mattresses of every kind and fine spirits in Cooper City, Florida, home of the animatic machines serving great wines, whiskeys, and other spirits by the glass. You can find them at where? www.finespirits.net or on facebook.com at facebook.com fine spirits slash fine spirits yeah whatever mm -hmm. and at mattress king apparently mm -hmm. our sip segments are all about wine distilled spirits tea and coffee and today's show is on the fine whiskeys from compass box and tempurpedic our samples today were graciously provided to us by pete friello the southeast regional manager for compass box thank you pete and here's the whiskeys we're going to be tasting today we have the Compass Box Great King Street, Compass Box Great King Street Glasgow Blend, Compass Box Oak Cross, Compass Box Asyla, Compass Box Spice Tree, Compass Box Hedonism, Compass Box Orangerie, and the Compass Box The Peat Monster. And we're going to have Maury tell us a little bit about our sips ratings. Thank you, Bob. Today we'll be tasting and discussing these whiskeys and rating them with our sips ratings plus our signature sip sounds. No accent today for you? No accent today. Oh, man. That's pretty weak. Here are the ratings now. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. Two sips. But what else do you have? Well, isn't that nice? No, nice, but what else do you have? Nice. You have to read. Put your glasses on. Oh, sorry. <sighs> okay. There's five of us. Why don't we just each do one rating? Three because sips. I'm watching him mess it up. <laughs> After how, how many hundred shows? Yeah. <laughs> Three sips. Hmm, interesting. What was that again? 
Interesting. Four sips. Let's keep this a secret to ourselves. Pour me another. That's classified. Five sips. Oh my. I was unaware anything could be oh this my good. Yeah. Oh, stop. Yeah. Yeah. You hear that, Alan? First yeah. time you ever heard that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, Bob, why don't you tell us a little bit about the distillery? All right. Compass Box, well, they don't have a distillery, they're blenders. Compass Box was the brainchild of John Glazer. He is an American and a former marketing director at Johnny Walker. Rather than continuing to do the things the way that they've always been done, he wanted to create a new kind of whiskey company, one that focused on the art of blending and innovation. So in 2000... Invasion? Innovation. I thought you said invasion. Take the damn wax out of here. You're an American. You're... I mean, we just woke you up. You're still groggy, you knucklehead. Well, then you ply me with whiskey. Thank you. So in 2000, he opens Compass Box Whiskey in his kitchen and never looked back. Compass Box is an old-style Scotch whiskey blending house with an eye towards innovation. Buying the best individual cask available from distilleries all over Scotland and using those different whiskeys to create artful blends that exceed the sum of their parts. Compass Box has been on a mission to make blends cool again. And... Really, if you remember back in the day, that's all anybody drank and, and nobody wanted him. And he's he really is. I mean, he's doing some great work. Um, yeah, Brent's trying to be the next John Glazer with yeah. his blends. Over Infin Infinity bottles don't count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the spit bucket next to him doesn't count either. Uh, over at Short History, Compass Box has built a reputation as a maverick in the scotch wind industry, uh, a reputation that largely began with their initial release of the Spice Tree. It's a blended malt scotch whiskey. This expression consisted of a blend of single malt distilleries that underwent a secondary maturation and cask canning that had additional French oak inserts inside the barrels. Uh, similar to what they do now over at uh, Maker's Mark, Makers. where they put the, put the slats in. Uh, the SWA, the Scotch Whiskey Association, is not exactly one to embrace um, change, innovation, innovation, change, progress, progress anything um they ruled this technique was illegal and threatened compass box with legal action if they didn't stop production so after some prolonged negotiations and i'm sure some lawyers made a lot of money yay yay sorry <laughs> just me and justin always get excited at that point um they changed the method of their secondary maturation by removing removing the internal staves and instead they substituted toasted french oak heads on the barrels and they worked with that until they got it where they liked it then another controversy arose when Compass Box tried to release complete information about each component whiskey that they used in their blends, which you would think would be a good thing. Yeah. Transparency. Transparency. But the Scotch Whiskey Association ruled that this was prohibited by law and that only the age of the youngest component whiskey could be listed on the label. So in response, and I love, that's why I love the guy, they released their three-year-old deluxe stating in their release notes that the three-year-old deluxe component of this expression composed less than 1% of the entire blend <laughs> and noting that they were prohibited by the SWA from releasing any other information on the age of the remaining products, although word has it it's somewhere in the 20s and 30s. No, no, you, you, <laughs> they're allowed to tell you. If you private message yeah. them on yeah. tweet and at they them. will. Or email them they or will. call them. They'll tell you. And, it, so. and if you look at what's in it, it's a stunning blend with oh, yeah. about three drops of three-year-old whiskey right, right. just to just to point it's, out to them the, it's, it's the absurdity of their rules. It's 90% so. a 29-year-old 20, yeah. uh, Klein Leash. Yeah. I mean, it's just <laughs> silly. So the, the uh, whole label, the, the whole front label of that bottle is a big old three. Yep. It's a $300 yep. bottle. says three-year-old three mm -hmm. deluxe. Yep. <laughs> One of my favorite whiskeys. Oh, the yeah. World. And they've made some some really stunning other you know high-end releases, that no-name whiskey. The, the General was, oh, God, I love the General. Uh, Compass Box does not chill filter any of their offerings. They don't add any coloring, although those practices are allowed by the SWA. <laughs> they can't. You can't tell people what's in it, but you can put coloring in it. Okay. So that's, do a that little, America. so that's a little America. bit about uh, that's a little bit about Compass Box. So we're gonna have Justin tell us about the first whiskey we're gonna taste. Compass Box, Great King Street, forty three percent alcohol by volume. Uh, by this, the, this is supposed to be. It's also called the Artist Blend. This is yeah, Great King Street yeah. Artist Blend, aka the Artist Blend. This expression is a blend of Scottish grain from Cameron Bridge, with the remainder being malts from Kleinleash, Teaninick. And Dalyawan, aged in a combination of first fill ex bourbon barrels. You like I put in the put in the script the 
I put the phonetic pronunciation for you on that one because I knew, I I knew that was going to be You should have had the one you, before Uncle that, Bob. that I can never pronounce too Thank you, Uncle Bob. <laughs> First fill sherry casks, then married, and given a secondary aging in new toasted French oak for a minimum of two years. Um, I found the color of this blend to be very light. I got apple and spice cake on the nose. The palette was um, primarily floral. Um, you got some apples carrying through from the nose and not much oak in this one. It was pretty light and it had a short finish, but I thought it was fairly pleasant and gave it three sips. All right. Interesting. Maury, what did you think about it? I think it's a beautiful whiskey. I agree with much of what Justin said. Uh, very light on the color. But again, uh, they the don't inf- add color in the infinite yeah. wisdom of the uh, SWA. They they're allowed to add distillers caramel, but uh, John Glazer and Compass Box choose not to. Um, this is a really nice entry level. I think I might digress for a moment and talk about the Great King Street as being their sort of entry level line. Uh, the bottles are a little different. They're a little shorter, a little squatter than, say, the tall slender bottles. Your, your wife might say the same thing about you. She might. <laughs> little squatter um, but the i think this is a beautiful everyday whiskey uh it's uh it's a, a nice light easy drinking you could sip it all afternoon uh, it's creamy it's got some richness it's definitely got some spice and some buttery um almost like a shortbread to it uh really nice whiskey very well made and uh, there's really nothing you could say bad about this whiskey. Uh, again, a, a beautiful intro. place to start. So uh, I give it a solid three sips. Nice. Interesting. And we'll be back. We will? We're well, you all, you're going to take a nap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rolling. Clouds and crashing surf Iridescent dunes reflecting By the light of a rising glowing moon Seashore mesmerizing Night breeze hypnotizing We've come across these back roads None too soon Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love And we're back, and uh, we're talking about Compass Box, and we're also talking about the Great King Street Artist Blend. So, Alan, what'd you think about this one? I love blended whiskeys, and I think that this one is a very soft and yet rich blended whiskey. I'm getting very creamy notes on it. It's a good way to start on blends. I think blends can provide you with a lot more than malts can in terms of their integrity and in terms of, of the differences that they have. And this is a great way to start off on your blends. Soft, nice, lovely, sweet, very easy to take in. So how many steps you give it? I give it three and a half. Yeah. Can't well, do you, half. No, I do three. Whole okay, I give it three. <laughs> All right. Well, that takes us to our next one. So we're going to have Harm tell us All a right. little bit about so that. So the next one is also uh, Compass Bach Grace, Great King Street Whiskey. But this one is called the Glasgow Blend. Uh, just like the Artist Blend, it's 43% alcohol. Uh, historically, Glaswegians produce preferred fuller-bodied whiskeys than people in other parts of the world. And this expression is made to emulate that style. I'm impressed he pronounced Glaswegian correctly. Glaswegian. Was it Glaswegian? Glaswegian. No? Glaswegian. Ah, Glaswegians. Well, whatever. Those people who live in Glasgow. Or Glasgow? Glasgow? Glasgow. Glasgow. Well, it's been a while since it I've been It ain't Valdosta, boy. I know. <laughs> but let me tell you something. Mm. In New Delhi, we also prefer this style. Uh, it's made to emulate this one-third lowland grain whiskey, two-thirds aged malt whiskey that are aged in a combination of first-fill ex-bourbon casks. 
and then first fill sherry casks. There are rejuvenated hogsheads also used, and they're all married in a second aging with toasted French oak for a minimum of two more years. This is amazing. Anyway, some small components of the whiskey blends are Cameron Bridge, Benrinis, Lafroig, Klein Leash, and Milton Duff. Um, I love this stuff. Uh, it's it, this is this is a heavier blend than the other one. Mm, I love it's uh, and one, one I more love thing that we should scotch. talk about scotch, in, scotch, in the uh, Here it goes down, down in the in the compass mm. box blends. He does a higher percentage of single malt than most blends. Like if you, you look at your Johnny Walkers and your your Dewars and all those, there's a lot more grain whiskey in these to stretch out that malt. They run about fifty percent. Yeah, well, this is closer to 70 percent malt in these whiskeys here. It's it's very and many good. of them are almost all uh, malts. He's got some where he's yeah. using very little. No, no, he does, he does later on today. We'll taste all blends of all single malt. Those are called blended malts. This is called blended Scotch because he's using grain and malt whiskey made in Scotland. So again, the only grain whiskey Welcome in this is Cameron. Welcome to all things Bridge. Scottish. Our slogan is: if it's no Scottish, it's crap. That's exactly right. If it's not Scottish, it's crap. That's they still invite me to do bourbon shows though. So the color on this one is much darker than the the artist blend. It's got this orangey, burnt orange color here. Uh, the nose, I got a little bit of light smoke and brine, some cereal, light sherry, and because of that high malt percentage, great mouthfeel. I just love this uh, sweet peat on the palate. Mm. A little bit of uh, that that uh, brine I was talking about, cherries, little lemon. I, I mean, I'm, I, and the finish is good. I, uh, it just keeps going on and on. I just, I, I, I don't want to give it three sips. I think I have to go with four. I really have to go with four sips on this whiskey. I think it's that, uh, that peaty smokiness tends to linger a little bit on the finish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's really not overpowering. You get much more of it on the nose and the finish than you do on the palate. So, so Maury, what did you think on yours? This one here? Well, I'm going to defer to Bob. Um, I, I, I've always liked all the blends that they produce, and I, I've been drinking the Great King Street regular artist blend for a long time. And when they came out with this one, I think they really had the part for the money. You can't beat it. I mean, it's, it's, it's extremely well put together. You can tell the guy really knows what he's doing. You know, the peat on it is, is not overpowering at all. It's, it's extremely well put together. You, you get that smoke, you get that peat, but it doesn't completely take over like, you know, some of the peat heads would really there's, want. There's way too much peat for people like Brent. <laughs> or, you know, some of these bourbon guys. They but could, that's they my point. If I showed Brent the bottle, he'd scream and run out. I don't even need to open it. But Come that's on. the point I was making. I'm not a big peated whiskey fanatic like some of you guys, but I think this is pleasant. You've got a little bit of hint of smoke on the nose and a little bit on the finish, but the palate is very pleasant. You get a lot of sherried whiskey. Mm -hmm. It's really balanced. Mm -hmm. It's not overly extreme in any one direction. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's very well put together. I mean, you, you get the malt notes. Um, you get a light bit of sherry, a little bit of fruit. This is one of my favorites on the nose. everyday drinking and, whiskey. And, and again, it's, it's a nice sweet peat. It's not an overly powerful peat. It's not a medicinal peat. A little bit of lemon peel on it. It's lovely. Um, Sips. Yeah, I give it, it. I give it a solid three. <sighs> Let me down, man. Alan, what'd you think? I think Maury uh, really hit it on the head. No, that's a first. And uh, I think this is a lovely, not tremendously serious whiskey to get behind in terms of trying to figure it all out. It's delicious. It's a great everyday supper. It's a love. It's just a lovely, lovely, wonderful dram. I'll give it a four. I'm a big uh, uh, blended fan, and I think that they've done a lovely job on this. It's a great whiskey. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Alan. All right. Well, we're going to go to our next whiskey, which uh, we're going to have Maury tell us about. The next product is the Compass Box Oak Cross. Comes in at 43% ABV. Again, all of these whiskeys are non-age statement. Uh, to create this expression, they blended whiskey from Kleinlish, Tininich, Tininich, Daluan, and then 60% of that blend is allowed to marry in first fill American oak casks, and 40% is married in hybrid American oak casks with heavily toasted new French oak heads. So again, this oak idea of the oak cross, you're crossing uh, French oak and American oak with these hybrid casks. Um, 
again, a little bit more color than the other ones we've tried. Uh, it's got a really nice mm. uh, amber, drink it in, light gold, yellow, gold, light gold color. Thank you. Uh, we get some citrus notes on the uh, on the nose. There's a little bit of clove and nutmeg and vanilla uh, on the palate. Uh, again, vanilla, little citrus. Um, a little bit of clove and cinnamon. I, I think it's a really nice whiskey. It's very balanced. It's like the uh, artist blend on steroids. Uh, this is a blended malt. So it's all single malts that have been blended together. And again, I think the sum of the parts is uh, perhaps better than any of the individuals. Uh, very nice, beautifully made whiskey. I give it three sips. All right. That ain't so bad. Interesting. Can I right. jump in here? Yeah, go one? ahead. Uh, I... Actually, agree with Maury. I, I don't like doing it. I agree with Maury uh, on the <laughs> the color, the 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 palette, the nose. I, I did pick up a little bit of light peach on the nose. Yeah, just a little. Much, yeah, and uh, I just I think it's a beautiful whiskey. I like the mouthfeel. It's an all day sipper. All day sipper. Uh, again, I'm torn between a three and a four, but I think I'm I'm, I'm going to go with a three, with like Maury did. Interesting. Justin, you what do you think? You haven't been talking. Been drinking. You've been drinking, Justin. Yeah, I think that um, I definitely got some citrus on the nose, and I got some clove and cinnamon, and then... That's from that French oak. When I had it, I got more vanilla. I got the faint peat and the cinnamon, and that's about it. It was pretty mild. I give it three sips. Interesting. I'm going to give this one surprisingly a two. Only because I get a lot of older whiskey in the flavor. I'm getting that chewiness and that bite at the end of it that sort of tells you, like, the whiskey's been in there for a little too long, couple no. of years, you know, longer than it should have well, been. Well, isn't that nice? Well, it's a nice whiskey. Don't get me wrong, but... I, I think they just went a little over and above with older whiskey in here. And the flavors are terrific. But when you get the... Uh, you like young whiskey. Like your women. Like your women. Don't like tell his wife. Women, <laughs> definitely. Uh, and and, and should be and, thrilled to be rid of him. <laughs> yeah. No, but, but I always say if your whiskey makes your mouth pucker, it means it's a little bit too woody and too old. And that's what I'm getting out of this. Although... It well put together, just a little bit too older whiskey in here for me. All right. Well, Alan, how about you tell us about the uh, next whiskey? The Asyla. Oh, the Asyla. Find, find your glass. Which one is there? Is it? Here it is. Okay. We'll, Trying to we'll keep start straight. this from scratch. So I haven't noticed this or tasted this ever before. Well, tell us oh, a little I'm bit getting, about it. I'm getting some great stuff on the nose. I'm getting a little bit of lime. Want me to tell you a little bit about the expression? Yeah. Uh, so this expression drew the wrath of the Scotch Whiskey Association. Uh, it's uh, married in American oak casks with French oak heads. Uh, Bob nope, mentioned. Nope, 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 nope. 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 Put your glasses on. Let let Alan talks tell about Asylum. You're reading well, the wrong one. I'm not going to read about it. Spice I'm just going to tell right? you what no, I'm nosing. Oh. What I'm nosing right now. <laughs> Good lord. Is bubble gum from from a you know a food fair? Um, freshness, sweet sweetness, almost like a cotton candy. And I I, I you know I I'd, I'd rather nose this than learn about this. I'd rather just get what I can out of the nose. And I think out of the nose you couldn't get anything finer. You just got some beautiful beautiful aromas. I'll take a taste. Lovely. Certainly not overpowering. Certainly giving you the fruitiness and the tropical flavors that one may expect from this whiskey. And it, it, it's really lovely and easily drinkable. I'll give this whiskey four uh, easily. Four sips. Yep. Nice. That's classified. All right, let me actually tell you a little bit about it because uh, Maury can't read. Uh, just so you know, the Compass Box Asyla, it's 40% ABV. It's also non-age statement. Um, Asyla is the plural of the word asylum. 
which is where we're going to put Maury because he can't read. Uh, <laughs> it is a word that is rich in ambiguity, suggesting that the delicate balance between madhouse and sanctuary, which again, pretty much explains Maury's everyday existence. <laughs> Thank you, Bob. It's a blend of Cameron Bridge, Gen- Glen Elgin. Is it Glen Elgin? Yeah, Glen Elgin. Yeah. And Tinnick and Linkwood. And um, you can taste the Linkwood in here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's very it's, fresh. Alan hit it right on the head as far as the candy on this. I mean, I was I on my notes. I have here cotton candy, cotton candy. I mean, it's definitely it's 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 like walking into a sweet shop. on yep. those. This is their other entry level blend. It was kind of weird. We jumped around from a, a pure malt, like a, a triple malt here to these uh, went a couple blends and back to another blend here. But this is a good one to do after that that malt. It's a palate yeah. cleanser. I mean, it's on the nose. Cotton candy, peppermint, almost like a menthol, and just, you know, just beautiful, beautiful tropical fruit on it. And on the palate, hold on. Mm. God, I love this job. <laughs> I get a slight bit of pepper. The oak on it is. Tree. The oak on it is absolutely beautiful. Um, extremely well put together. Some lemon citrus on the back end, a little bit of vanilla, uh, just a, a lovely, lovely blend. Again, uh, you know, a, an everyday, all day drinker. Um, yeah, I give it, I give it a solid three. I mean, just, you know, for the money, you're not going to beat it. You've got so much good stuff going on with this. Um, mm-hmm. Everywhere you look at it, just a lovely, lovely whiskey. All right. Well, Maury, if you can read the right paragraph this time, why don't you tell us about the next one? <laughs> Did you want to hear that from Justin? Too hard. <laughs> Did you want to hear from Justin on the asylum? Or are you, you going to skip right over that? Oh, yeah. Just give your sips ready. We don't need to hear anything from Justin. Three sips. <laughs> <laughs> Joking, man. You can talk. I got melon and lime and menthol on the nose. On the palate, I got malt, apples, yeah. lemon peel. And this one had a pretty long finish compared to the other two we've had so far. Oh, the three. Mm. <laughs> All right. You've already lost yeah, three. You can always tell when it's the second show we record today. <laughs> people are asleep. People can't read. Pronunciations start to slip. You, you can't figure it's, out how to uh, say Scottish start to It's all Scottish to me. There's actually, right. if you go online, there's, uh, there's videos. Uh, I think it was Esquire Magazine did them with Brian Cox, the actor, who mm. was in uh, the... Jason Bourne movies, you know, he's, he's Scottish. He wasn't to him talk when he's not acting. And then, you know, I mean, he's Scottish. There's no doubt about it. And he's sitting, you know, in a big leather chair with a glass in his hand and he's just pronouncing all the words. So idiots like us can try and get them correct. And we need to actually play that in a continuous loop when we do some of these shows so that we don't slaughter the names. So, well, this, this next one's very easy. It's called spice tree. More you want to talk to us? That's right. Yes. 46% ABV. This is the expression that drew the wrath of the SWA. Again, Bob mentioned it earlier. Initially, he was using uh, staves in the barrels, which are verboten. Uh, but instead, now he marries the whiskeys in um, a special cask that's made of American oak with a French oak, French oak head. And then there are three different levels of toasting. This expression is a 100% malt whiskey. It's a blend of Kleinlish, Tanninic, and Daluan. Um, it, this is really a, a wonderful whiskey. Uh, I love the color. It's definitely got a little more color than any of the ones we've had so far. Uh, more of an amber uh, to coppery color. It's got a beautiful nose with uh, cinnamon, ginger, a little bit of cocoa, uh, and lots of vanilla on the nose. On the palate, um, just a beautiful whiskey. Uh, it's mouth coating. It's lush. It's got vanilla. It's got toffee. It's got a little ginger snap. Uh, I really think this is a, a fantastic whiskey. It's one of my favorites from this uh, original line of their whiskeys. Uh, beautifully made. Again, uh, doesn't have to be reserved for a special occasion, but definitely could uh, could be an all evening sipper. I give it a solid four sips. Sweet, Bob. You want to give your rating on that too? That's classified. Uh, just sitting here soaking in the nose on this. You want me to do it then if you're sipping? <laughs> yeah, I'm having a moment here. You, you have your ahead. moment. Yeah. I agree with Maury. Easily one of my favorite whiskeys he's made. 
by the way, we, uh, Spice Tree and and uh, Oak Cross are brother and sister. Basically, they're the exact same blend of malts and the exact same age. Just the the proportion of oak is different. Here we're getting heavy French oak influence. Oak Cross was heavy American oak. Uh, this and the French oak comes through with all that. The vanilla is there from the American oak, but the cinnamon and the ginger and the clove, a little black tea. This is all coming from that French and that French oak. I just this is just gorgeous whiskey. And he makes uh, another whiskey that we don't, we're not drinking today called Spice Tree Extravaganza, which is made with older whiskeys and a little bit uh, different oak regimen. That's on the world's best whiskey list again. That just came out from uh, Whiskey Advocate. There's a bottle of that on my nightstand right now. So this one's easily four sips any day. Are you ha you done with your moment? Can you can you say something, Bob? Now, <sighs> just commuting with a fine whiskey. I do agree with you, Harmeet. I think the Extravaganza Spice Tree is a different whiskey, but going in the same direction. They're clearly cousins, yeah. and and an even more beautiful whiskey. It's getting very hard to get a hold of. Uh, it's no longer being actively uh, produced. They don't make it anymore, I know. I but, bought uh, tons of it. There just are a few bottles on the shelves on. that you can find around, and if you can, I encourage people to snatch it right off the shelf. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's so well put together, and the nose, but the nose that comes off of that French oak is just absolutely stunning. The citrus peel that comes off of that, oh, that yes. you, I mean, you get some citrus on the nose on the other one, but on this one, it's just, it's, it's like mandarin the, oranges. The, spi it's the just, spice enhances the citrus. It's, it's absolutely lovely. I um, think they named this very aptly yeah. spice tree. The spices are there. The age is there. It's just a lovely whiskey. Yeah. I mean, the, the palate on it is just extremely tight, extremely well done. Yeah, it definitely has the most descriptive name that matches the palate. The Oak Cross discusses the, the oak handling, but this really discusses the palate. What'd you rate it, Bob? Oh, I got I got to give this a four. I mean, absolutely nothing less than a four. I'd it's, consider uh, you a communist if you gave it anything less. The ginger, the, the <laughs> citrus, the pepper, the vanilla. Awesome. We'll be back. the destination But baby, the whole Riding down this lover's avenue As slow as a willow blows Or as fast as the whirlwind grows We glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue Look to the left, to the right Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view And we're back. Alan's timing is perfect. We, exactly. Between him blowing his nose and Harmeet snoring on the couch, it's an interesting show today. Again, you can always tell when we've done a show before a show. Yeah. You should you should actually get the sound of my snoring on the show. What somewhere. we should really do is we should try and do three shows because that third one, that, that's going to be extra. <laughs> that's really at that point. terrible. Yeah. We'd have, God to, bless. we'd have to start a little bit earlier. But. Uh, <laughs> All right. All right, Harm, why don't you tell us about our next one? Our next product is the Compass Box Hedonism, or as they say in uh, in the UK, hedonism. Uh, it's not the club in, in Jamaica that we you know swap you okay. know, spouses or whatever. This is a uh, this is a whiskey, and the, uh, uh, if you say so, a, a, a gentle and beautiful whiskey that's that's it's, it's very light in color. It's Italian straw, and, and what's really important about this whiskey, this is different from most scotches you'll buy in america this is a grain welcome whiskey. to all things scottish our slogan is if it's no scottish it's crap yes all scottish grain whiskey this is a blend of 100 percent uh cameron bridge and port dundas two different grain producers the youngest whiskey in here the, i'm not allowed to say the ages or can i he's not allowed to say the ages the youngest whiskey in here is 13 years old the oldest whiskey is about 30 it is 
very light. It's all grain. But when because it's grain whiskey, and grain whiskey does, by, by saying grain whiskey, which means it's made of wheat and I corn rather than I want you to feel like you can tell me barley. anything. So okay. wheat and corn whiskeys. That's what we mean when we're saying grain whiskey. So even though malted barley is also a grain, nomenclature is stupid in Scotland for some reason. But when you say uh, grain whiskey, it's made from wheat and corn. So it's kind of like bourbon meets uh, scotch. But it takes a long time in that cold weather to, to actually mature. So we're using – they're fairly old compared to bourbon. You know about cold weather, shrinkage. Yeah. Yes, just, yes. You know, I'm just saying. I'd be interested to hear Brent's commentary day, on this yeah. whiskey because it's basically not a malt. And it's he doesn't like American malt. malt. He should be drinking this with He us. should be drinking this with us. It's it's beautiful. But the thing is, without water to me, I feel like it burns your nose hairs because it is a little volatile. When you add a couple drops of water, oh, my God. This is creme brulee. This is vanilla and oatmeal and just beautiful um, custard notes, a uh, little bit of malt on the palate. It's just creamy, creamy, creamy. I could drink this all day. In fact, I have just with what a buddy of mine just word? killed a bottle easily in one night. And it's it's got to be a five sipper for me. I mean, it's just a wonderful whiskey for me. Oh, I, my goodness. Can't get enough of this. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Harmeet. We're having kind of an agreeable day today. <laughs> Are we really? I just, I can't believe it. I just need to like, I don't know, stick yeah, a couple, well, a couple you needles know, in my eye like, or something. Uh, <laughs> um, but I agree man. with you. I don't think it needs water. For me, it wasn't hot. For me, it's, it's not about the heat. I, I think you add, you add a water to it, the butteriness comes out. Just a few drops. It gets creamier. No question it got creamier. That creme brulee came out when I added some water. I typically love this whiskey just the way it is, just the way he created it at 43% ABV. It's a beautiful whiskey. And, and again, I liked your description. It's basically anything and everything except malt yeah, or malted no barley. Malt. And uh, so it definitely can appeal to scotch drinkers. Uh, typically, the word grain whiskey is a very negative connotation exactly. when it comes to scotch. People think of grain as a filler that's added to blended uh, scotch whiskeys. Or we feed it to pigs and make good barbecue. Yeah, but this is a fantastic <laughs> yeah, whiskey. So what's wrong with it? Yeah, It was one of my very first loves. The minute I tried it from the Compass Box line, it's still one of my all-time favorite Compass Box whiskeys. It's completely different than the Spice Tree. Um, it's just a luscious, delicious whiskey. Five sips. All right, Alan. Do you? What do you think? Do you, are we fools? Do you agree with? I, I, no, no. I think it's luscious. I think it's delicious. I don't think everybody in the world is going to favor it, but on the other side, I think that everybody can enjoy this whiskey. There's nothing that's unenjoyable about it. It's a different whiskey than you're going to be tasting on normal occasions. So put it in your mental record that you like it, because I like it. I drink it again on any occasion. And but it's not what you think. It, you're, I see where you're going. It's not what you consider scotch. Well, it's it may not be what I consider scotch. And to me, whether I consider it scotch or bourbon or turpentine or whatever, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> and he'll okay? drink turpentine, too. I've seen it happen. Yes, I have. And the way I look at it's it is, shiny white. Can, you know, can you enjoy it when you drink it? Right. Well, I think and, you have to judge it for what it is. I think it's enjoyable. It, the important thing is to judge it for what it is and not judge it against some mythical standard in your mind as to what a scotch should taste like i completely agree and on its own merits i think it's a on fantastic its whiskey it's, it's put together beautifully absolutely fine absolutely you know what the best thing about the whiskey industry and the scotch whiskey industry is that everybody's going to come out with stuff that tastes completely different all the time and that's the the thing that we're blessed with most that we get a chance to try all sorts of things that have way different tastes. And we may like it. We may not like it. We may improve upon it. We may deteriorate it. Whatever it is, it's all good. The more that we He's just can for try, drinking. the better. And, and this is the theme. Is he just wants to drink. Give yes. us a rating, yeah, Alan. Give us a rating. Yeah. But I, but yeah, I agree yeah, with yeah. you. I agree with you. The thing I've always loved about scotch is that you could take somebody who's new and uninitiated and have them over and take a tour of Scotland and you can try five or six or seven different whiskeys, all completely different. And I think that 
we're starting to see some of that with American whiskeys with some diversity as people are experimenting with single malts and things like that. But in general, the bourbons tend to be a little more homogeneous and the scotches tend to be much more diverse. And it's amazing under a category of scotch whiskey how you can have so much diversity. I couldn't agree with you more more. You know, I, I fully believe that. I love bourbon. I love rye. I, I think they're outstanding whiskeys that we can get our heads into and our mouths into. But I still think of all the whiskeys out there, Scotch whiskey offers the most diversity of flavor and taste. Whether it's a blend, whether it's a single malt, whether it's a blended malt. Or in just, this case, a blended grain. Just yeah. two grain whiskeys. Yeah. Exactly. There's just so more you, so much more you can get out of scotch than you can get out of bourbon and rye. Not that one is better than the other, just different. Broader range of diversity. Did so, you want to give this one a rating? Yeah, I'll give this one a, a good four, solid four. Thank you. Righty. So we've established that he'll drink anything. <laughs> yeah. Fat, drunk, and stupid. There's no way to go through life. No, no, uh, one of my favorite quotes. I've been with you with things that we don't give good ratings nah. for. This is good. <laughs> Can I help up the volume on those sound yeah. effects? Ay, 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 ay. You guys, I swear. All right, Bob, would you like to tell us about our next product? You talking to me? Yeah, I'm talking to you. Spicoli. You talking to me? Yeah, you. You talking to me? <laughs> well, who the hell else are you talking? You talking to me? He's very sick. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're going to try another one. And this one is definitely very different. If you've never had it, it's going to kind of blow your mind. This is the Compass Box Orangerie. It is a 40% ABV. It is made of a blend of malt from Glenmarais and grain whiskey from Cameron Bridge, which is then infused, and this is why it's hard to find, they have to actually hand peel Novalina oranges, and they blend it with Indonesian cassia bark and Sri Lankan cloves and macerate it for I don't know how long. I think it's at least a long a month time. or two or three. But, I mean, they have to literally sit there and peel the dang orange. John, John Glazer this. did this in his backyard one day as just yeah. a whim. Yeah. And it's, it's, I, with I, his own oranges. And from what I've heard, you know, from what I've heard from him and others, it's a huge pain in the rear to make. And they stopped making it yeah. because it was such so labor intensive. But such a pain. it is. There, there are some very sick people in Scotland mm. that will do anything to have fun. Okay, and I'm not going to go into the lurid details of what Thank they you. do to make this, this, this have a family fun. Ra but, radio show about. But trust me, trust me. Modesty you don't want to be uh, really uh, digesting all the materials that we could possibly <laughs> send you on this one. You guys should really go with Alan one time overseas. It's a it's an interesting experience. Yeah, he's 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 seen a few things. I, I don't want to know. Forbids. My continuing. There's not enough but bleach for my eyes. This, this is not your average scotch. <laughs> this is not this your is average blend. Whiskey. This is absolutely a dessert whiskey, um, or just sitting around and just want something a little bit different kind of whiskey. But it's not sweet. No, it's you not. Got to get out of your head that it's no. sweet. Yeah, a lot of people will picture that it is sticky, but it is not, and it is. Ah, oh, it's absolutely lovely. It's I've, orangey. Orange, orange, or yeah, you want to describe Orangey. the nose? Orange. Well, you the name to, is Orangery. Yeah, you want. I mean, there you go. Orange clove. Uh, I wonder where the orange comes from. <laughs> does that come from the grain, or from, does it come from the? Could possibly come from the thirteen hundred pounds of orange peel. Peels yeah. oranges. <laughs> it is. It is absolutely lovely. I mean, you've got you've got a, a nice blend underneath it and it marries so well with that orange note that it's it's pretty much seamless well i have to take exception mm. and be a gentleman as i do it i have loved pretty much all of the compass box whiskeys that i've tasted this afternoon this ain't yours is it but i don't know if i could give my 100 percent seal of approval 
on the Orangi, or however it's pronounced. <laughs> I think the concept's wonderful. I think the flavor is good. I like the taste. I just can't figure where scotch and that tastes like. Yep. It's it it's absolutely different. And and on the palate, like Maury said, it's orange, but it's not sweet. So it's it's a dessert whiskey, but it's not desserty. You know, you get that huge orange burst, but it's not cloying, it's not sticky, it's not sweet. And underneath it, you can feel the cloves, you can feel that that cinnamon bark. Very light on the cinnamon, not very, very strong, not burning type of cinnamon. You know, this is not fireball. Um, and then underneath, you can get the notes from the malt and from the grain. Um it's definitely not going to be for everybody. It, it's it kind of reminds me of High West when they do the campfire. You drink it and you go, "What was that?" You, you've got to be able to try and wrap your head around it. So not everybody's going to like it, but if you can sit down there and just sort of pick it apart in your brain and appreciate it for what it is, and not try to judge it against anything else, extremely enjoyable. Um, this one I've this is one I've always liked. This is one that I've always found enjoyable. Um, and lovely on the rocks. I give it, I give it a solid four. What do you think, Mark? You know, Bob, I, I would echo everything you said. I think the closest thing you could describe it to is Drambuie, uh, in that Drambuie is a herbaceous, herbal infused scotch. That's sticky, icky, like icky you are. To me. Well, Drambuie is a little sweeter, yeah. but they do have a 15 year that's really got a lot of the oh, essence that 15, of Drambuie. Okay, okay. Drambuie. So I, I, will, I retract my statement. That 15 year old is beautiful. Right. Near sweet. Beautiful. Not as sweet, but this is a whiskey. This is dessert. I mean, this if you're doing a scotch whiskey dinner, pairing dinner, this goes with the dessert. You pair it with chocolate. It's unfreaking believable. Definitely. This yeah. with chocolate. Oh, but you yeah. know what I've done? I've, I've hosted dinners with Glenn Morangy before. I mean, Compass Box, sorry. Compass Box before. And we do the hedonism with creme brulee at the end of the night. Yeah. That's, that works well too. A, yeah. But this with a chocolate dessert, it used to come in these little tiny three seven five yeah. bottles because it was so labor intensive to produce. Uh, it'll take you a lifetime to get through a seven fifty. It's a small little pour, half dram but with, with chocolate. It's but with bomb. chocolate, it's unbelievable. Well, we had John down here for a dinner, and they had orangerie with a chocolate dessert. And oh my god, it was stunning. I know. <laughs> Uh, it's just completely unique. Again, you have to erase from your mind all preconceived stereotypes of what a Scotch whiskey should be. You have to just open your mind to this is exactly what it says on the label. Scotch whiskey infused with orange zest and cassia and clove. Phenomenal whiskey. Beautifully made. What's your score? Five sips. All right. Woo! All right. All right. We're oh getting short on time, so let's get on to our last whiskey. This is going to be Compass Box Peat Monster. So who wants to tell us about that one? I'll tell you a little bit about it. Let me put some into my glass so that I can properly decipher all the wonderful attributes that it has. Well, he's filling it. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the technical specs. <laughs> Shut the hell up. <laughs> all right. The Pete Monster is 46% ABV, and it combines smoky and peaty single malts from the island of Iowa and the Isle of Mole with rich, medium, peated Highland whiskey. Uh, component whiskeys include Laphroaig, Ledeg, Kalawa, and Ardmore. Ledeg is pronounced Lechig because it's Scotland, man. Yeah. I don't know. So what do you think, Alan? Well, the nose is beyond reproach. The nose is beautiful, alluring, can be, you know, the most unbelievable thing you ever want. The uh, taste on the palate, the first taste. Yeah, like that's his first taste. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. that, is, that is such a well-balanced, peeved flavor that is alluring, enticing, and continues to make you want to taste more of it. I'm going to taste some right now. You have well, a what's your rating? score? Yeah, I have a five on this one. All right. Well, all right. Oh, my Bob, what do you think? Oh, stop. Stop. Yeah. I've, got to, I've, I've yeah. got to say the same thing. I mean, the nose on it's lovely. The the peat on it, it's it's more smoky than medicinal. Um, solid five. 
I oh my think goodness. this is a beautiful whiskey too. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, I don't think it's yeah. peaty enough for the peat yeah. monster head that peat heads. No, I think it's, it's overnamed. Named. It's, it's, it's overnamed. It's <laughs> yeah. not as peaty as like a peat monster. Yeah. It's like a peat It's monster. more balanced. Yeah. Uh, it's tropical fruit. It's smoke. It's actually not as smoky, smoky as that smoky? Glasgow blend. The smoky? smoky. It's Isn't not as smoky. Wasn't that the one on that MTV show? Yeah. But I got bacon on the palate. I got bacon. For bacon, I give it five Reunion sips. Reunion show coming up, too. Five sips for bacon, man. Oh, my goodness. Yes. All right. Yes. Well, yes. that's about all the time we have today. Uh, really good tasting. Everything yeah. here was A lot excellent. of whiskey to taste all at one shot. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. You can catch all of our episodes online as well as on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Google Play, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host iTunes, Google Play, and our own Android app are the easiest ways to enjoy the show on your phone. Just search for Sip Sud Smokes on iTunes or in the Google Play Store. Be sure to tap subscribe on your phone, and the show will always be there. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sip Sud Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news, and you'll be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on those social media platforms. And by any chance, if you find yourself down in South Florida and have nothing to do on the weekend, give us a call. You may even want yourself involved on this channel. <laughs> do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. It's a big help, and we can see your feedback as well. want to thank our host. Thank you, Alan. My pleasure. Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. I'm getting ready to take off my wellies because I'm ready to leave the basement. <laughs> thank you, Justin. Thank you so much, Bob. Somebody want to wake up, Harmie? I'm sorry, man. Uh, just I'm still tasting tropical fruit and bacon. I, w- I say I want to say five sips again. <laughs> this is a good peat monster. All right. Well, for sips, suds, and smokes, this is Made Man Bob. We thank you for joining us. Remember, life is too bad, too short to drink bad whiskey. Please, Bob. I don't want to wear a straight jacket. Please, please, please. Put it back on. <laughs> Where's the uh, hose? Back to the asylum. Who has the hose? That's why we have a silo. It's for him. <laughs> Plural of his former home. <laughs> yeah. Put the lotion on your skin, Alan. It puts the lotion on his skin or else it gets the hose again. Hold on. This has been a one-tan hand production of Sip, Suds, and Smokes, a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life. From the dude in the basement studios, your hosts, the good old boys, will see you all next time.